Welcome to the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network and this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach, and the 12th-ranked Aggies are headed to Death Valley East to take on the nation's number one-ranked team and defending national champion Clemson Tigers on Saturday afternoon. A 3.30 local time kickoff, 2.30 Central on ABC and a lot of these stations that carry this show. It's a rematch of one of the absolute best football games of the 2018 season. When Dabo Sweeney's Tigers survived a trip to Kyle Field and Jimbo Fisher's second game at the helm of the Aggies, 28-26, A&M quarterback Kellen Mond was masterful in the loss last season, passing for 430 yards, three touchdowns, and a true coming-out party for Kellen Mond in his second year in college football, the second game for Kellen in Jimbo Fisher's system last year. He had some bright moments along the way, and he had a bright moment and got off to a great start in the 2019 slate. Last Thursday night with a 41-7 win over Texas State, Mon passed for three scores. He ran for another, and A&M got 100-yard rushing performances from sophomore Jay Sean Corbin and freshman Isaiah Spiller. A&M's defense, meanwhile, allowed just one play over 20 yards. It was the last play of the game and produced three sacks, nine tackles for loss in the game. A 41-7 win for the Aggies. Coming up on the program, we'll dive deep into the matchup with Clemson and much more. We'll be joined on the show by Texag's columnist Olin Buchanan, along with Laura Rutledge of ESPN and the SEC Network, and former Clemson head football coach Tommy Bowden. All coming your way next as we roll along, getting you ready for A&M and Clemson on the Texag's Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got. Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offerings 916.19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. Hi, Gabe Bach here from TechSags Radio, and if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to TechSags.com, what are you waiting for? TechSags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or insight on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like TechSags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's TechSags.com. Back, Gabe Bach with you on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. And we're joined in studio right now by Tex-Ags columnist and Heisman Trophy voter, Mr. Olin Buchanan, looking at this team's confidence heading into the matchup with the Tigers. What's your number? That they can do it. Well, can. Yeah. See, the, my, my can and will are, are two different things. Oh, yeah. If you say, what's my confidence level that they can, I'll say it's an absolute 10. I mean, they're a good football team. I felt like they're going to be a good football team all year. 
you see uh, upsets every week. So can they? Absolutely. Now, will they? You didn't ask that question. Right. It's almost had, like if you have a six on they will, then that means you're picking them darn near, right? That's the way I look at it. A five's like right in the middle. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'm picking them if I'm saying a, a six, but yeah, I kind of feel like a six. I mean, I saw this team take those guys down to the wire last year. Quite frankly, would have won had they gotten a fair shot from the officials. I don't want to be, I don't want to be LSU all of a sudden and whining about the officials, but in this case, the official was wrong. Unlike the LSU A&M games where the right. officials were right and the officials were wrong twice. And then, you know, you got to kick your field goals if, if, uh, if you got to have the opportunities, unlike last year. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is you've got to take advantage of every scoring opportunity you have, capitalize on it, because I personally think both teams are going to be in the 30s. Yeah. I'm nine in there that they can do it. I feel pretty pretty darn good that they can do it. And we go into Death Valley. It's not an easy place to win. This is going to be their toughest challenge. You're not getting a team overlooking you. But Jimbo has done a really good job scheming up these guys. He always plays them close. He wins as much as he loses against them. I mean, he's won his fair share of times up there. And I, I feel pretty darn good A&M can, can go in there and get it done. I feel really good about A&M covering 17 and a half. Yeah, I Which think it was like uh, nineteen and a half. I think yesterday in some places. You know, Kellen's going to have to play well. The secondary is going to have to play well, but I think the offensive and defensive lines are going to have to play great. That's where it is. A and M's defensive line, which you've been talking about since January, could be better than last year's, despite losing those three guys that are all in the NFL. Two of the three are in the NFL, and Landis Durham had a nice preseason, so I'm sure he's getting some looks this week as guys are chiming out their rosters. Probably a practice squad invite, but they're they're playing football. Uh, at the same time, Clemson had, you know, they lost two guys. They had four guys as first team all ACC offensive linemen. That's a good on good matchup that we're going to talk about all week long. That's going to be fun to watch. You know, they lost an all American left tackle and an all conference center and yeah. still have four all conference yeah. linemen. Right. So they're either really, really loaded and good in the offensive line, which they probably are. Yes. Or there's a, <laughs> there's some, uh, <laughs> there's some weak offensive linemen in the ACC. Or, or Clemson bias. Like, uh, at, you know, when you have the Well, when you're the days, national champion yeah. and all those things. Uh, and, and quite frankly, uh, just two weeks ago, even you were suggesting that the ACC is the worst uh, Power Five conference. Mm -hmm. It's like Clemson and everybody else. Clemson, like a massive chasm, then Syracuse, and then just as big a gap, in my opinion. We'll see if I'm wrong. Maybe Virginia's good. Maybe Miami's better than I think. Um, but, and then you go to the other side where they lost their top five defensive linemen. What do you know? They have two first team, all ACC defensive linemen that were basically number six and seven Pinckney and then Xavier Thomas. Yeah, who was the number beast. one recruit in the country what, yeah. a couple of years ago. So, uh, yeah, they look, they're still going to be good. No one doubts that, but are they as good and can A&M be as good? as they were because they're not as good at center and they're not as good at tight end but everywhere else can you be better in the secondary because you have to be better in the secondary oh yeah and to help that secondary be better that that defensive line that we talked about has the potential to have a more explosive pass rush is going to actually have to show that more explosive pass rush well the fan in me was openly rooting for Jimbo to pull a Kevin Sumlin and suspend Debian Renfro for the first two home games that's and what go I had let him thought. play at Clemson, which we talked about last week. But he didn't. He I, didn't. He's going to be without his quote unquote best <sighs> defensive back, or at least the guy playing his best in the spring. I don't know game. how I feel about this having a you know coach with principles. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not used to it. I asked him about Blades, which he made no bones about. He's a special, special player, and he played even more than I thought he would because he'd been banged up all fall camp. I thought he looked good, just my own eyes watching him out there in the boundary. In fact, I thought the pass interference that he got called against him was just that was weak. bogus. How do you make that call when two guys are diving back back toward the ball? I mean, it's you play on the ball. The the the, uh, the defensive back has just as much right to the ball as the 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 the, the receiver. So I right. I still scratch my head on that one. But okay, everything worked out fine. Uh, I do think they're in better situation with their secondary than they were last year. But get you a good, strong pass rush, and then it'll, it'll be much better. Play a couple sound bites, OB. Your reaction to these right off the top, Jimbo asked by me after his long opening statement, uh, five minute opening statement, and then I, which was really good. And then I asked him about 
uh, Clemson being that next opportunity. He's talked a lot about this schedule being a huge opportunity for this team. Well, maybe the biggest of all, it comes next, and it's that trip to Clemson on the road. Well, I mean, it's the next opportunity. I think that's the thing you got to understand. There's a lot of big, like you say, there's a lot of them on here, but this is the next one, the one you got to focus on. They're the defending national champs, number one in the country, and you have to go in and play it like that. But, you know, before you play the game, you have to prepare. And I think that's what we have to do a great job of preparing during the week and not being ready to play until it's time to play, but, but understanding how to prepare. But it's a, it's a heck of an opportunity. That's what you need. He's same tune. He's Look, it, somebody said about before – if if A&M wins, Kellen Mond becomes a Heisman contender. I agree with that. If A&M wins, uh, A&M becomes a bona fide national championship contender. I mean, and there will still be work to do. Mm-hmm. But that's oh, no how doubt. You, you can't understate the enormity of this game. Wait, is that a football term? It, it is, absolutely is, no matter what former coach or goofball media th- – person thinks uh in fact i heard jimbo say it one day uh, a few weeks ago and i yeah. wanted to laugh out loud <laughs> but it's a big game now if you lose does it destroy your season absolutely not i mean you you're, everything's still out in front of you but gosh if you were able to go over there and beat clemson especially there um i think the way you're viewed nationally changes a hundred percent it's a lot like um it's not like the game against LSU in 2012 when you didn't finish it. But at the time, you said, you know, if you beat LSU in that game, you become out the primary threat to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And if you beat Clemson, you become a national championship contender. Now, you got to finish it off. That's right. But the, the way you're viewed um, just, just compl- completely changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be a top-five matchup at Kyle Field if you do that, as long as A&M handles when Alabama comes, as long as A&M um, handles its business between Clemson and Alabama, which well, if you beat yeah. Clemson, I think they're going to. Might but. be a top-ten matchup when Auburn comes. Down. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly right. All right, well, that's if you can beat Clemson, you can beat anybody. That's the point. Yeah. So it's a pretty good early – really good early season litmus test against the defending champs. Here's Jim uh, – here is uh, Hawker. we got to get to the Hawker quote. So – Here's uh, Jared Hawker, a office lineman, talking about – he was asked about being darn near a 20-point underdog, and here's his reaction to it. Uh, I mean, I like uh, being the underdog. You know, you always have something to prove, so I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Does that make them uh, right for uh, an upset? Oh, yes, it does. There will be an upset. I mean, just very matter of fact. And, you know, so I was thinking he's probably not talking about gambling, right? right? But I'm going to take him – I'm not going to take yeah, that for granted. Sure. So, yeah, you don't want to – maybe so, yeah, there's going to be an upset. I got A&M in the points in this game. I, maybe that's what he's thinking. I don't know. We talk about that all the time. So, <laughs> I I, I know, I know. But <laughs> I don't want to get him suspended too, right. But, no, but you don't want to just assume he's talking about it. <laughs> Hawker guarantees victory, right? What if we're at Hawker guarantees victory? And he's like, no, I just think we're going to cover. But at the same time – so I asked him, are you guaranteeing victory? And that, that's when he kind of gave you the head nod and basically just said, we're, we're prepared for it, and I believe in our team. So we'll have more with Owen Buchanan next as we roll along in the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Texas columnist Olin Buchanan back with us for another segment. Let's look at the most intriguing matchups heading into Saturday afternoon in the A&M Clemson game. Yeah, there's so many matchups. Just so looking forward to the game within the game and so many matchups on the field. What, what's your top one, Obi? Oh, man, you know, they. I, what really comes to mind besides, you know, obviously the A&M receivers against the, the, the Clemson secondary and, and vice versa, but – um, it, we keep waiting on Michael Clemens. This is the week to show up. I don't know. You know, they, they he played on both sides last last week. I think so. I don't know if he's going to be going against so uh, Jackson Carmen. I think mm-hmm. his name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who was left tackle supposed to be the 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 best offensive lineman in the country a couple of years ago. Yeah, and he's the one that didn't make all ACC first team <laughs> for Clemson. Uh, but you know, you could pick a whole lot of places. What you know the like you said, the all ACC first team, four of them were Clemson guys, so it's the interior line. Um, 
you know, going against Matt BK and and Brown and uh, Peavy. Sometimes That's I wonder if of a matchup. I wonder That's if you awesome. won't see like Matt BK at, coming in at end with Peavy at tackle and Brown at tackle. You know, on some obvious path. I mean, yeah, you know, I would assume that they're going to be very creative and trying to get to. Uh, uh, so maybe it's the 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 matchup, and I know you like it more man on man, but maybe no, it doesn't matter. Maybe Unit, it's the, positional. Maybe it's the A and M pass rush against the Clemson pass protection. Yeah, I think that's going to be just. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to that battle, that combat inside. And don't watch the ball all the time. I, that's what I'll say to people because you're going to have a blast watching. The ball's going to show you. You're going to see the ball wherever it goes. See Why? the ball, be the ball. Yeah, be the ball. But but watch at the snap. The fighting has no idea what they. I reference. mean, you ought to throw people like. You could get thrown in jail for some of the stuff they're going to be doing to each other on the football field. I mean, it's going to be awesome to watch. A&M's D-line. That's the strength of A&M's team, I think. I right? Think so. I think their quarterbacks are right up there, too. But taking on maybe, and Cole Kubelik would say, the third best offensive line in college football, even though they lost two really good ones. An All-American and, all, and an All-ACC yeah. center. Yeah. He thinks it's the second or third best offensive line in college football. Now, that features four all-ACC preseason picks, and this battle is going to determine, A, whether A&M can pressure Lawrence. Are he going to sit back there all day with that good offensive front? Are they going to win that battle? Or, and also, can you slow down ETN in the run game like they did last year? We think A&M's pretty darn good in the run game, if not in the elite category. Last year they were. The rankings would, and standings would, and uh, stats would prove that out. Can they go do that again against the nation, maybe the nation's best running back, and run game, which would open up the door for so much and tra- and make Trevor Lawrence even that much dangerous, that much more dangerous. Mm-hmm. The D line of A and M, Clemson's O line is my number one matchup. After that, I think you go to the perimeter. It's A and M's receivers. Can they do it again against Clemson's DBs? They did it last year, and everybody's back but Mullen. Everybody's back for A and M except Jace. They both had guys drafted on both sides, but everybody else is back. And then A and M's DBs. Got roasted last year. They didn't stand a chance against Clemson's wide receivers. I'm looking forward to that matchup, too. Yeah, I think if Kellen has time, that A&M's uh, receivers can get open and can be productive against just about anybody. I and mean, we saw it against LSU last year, right? Yep. So, so why? And we saw it against Clemson. Yes. So, so why not? I think they can. I think it's a matter of him getting time. So, um, if anybody needs to uh, upgrade their, their performance, Dan Moore, you know, you're going to have a big uh, spotlight on you. That's that's another one to watch. That's not necessarily a one I'm thinking A&M is going to win, but can you win your fair share of battles there? Can you play to a relative push on the offensive line? And let's not forget who's gone for Clemson, OB. <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, we talk about them like they're last year's Clemson, but they're not last year's Clemson defense. Right. There's no Dexter Lawrence who was – the number one pick in the draft, right? According to their the, play-by-play the, the guy. The play-by-play guy yeah. told us he was going to be. Notice we didn't invite him. We got the color <laughs> commentator on this time, C.J. Spiller. Uh, Dexter Lawrence had seven tackles for loss last year, but Austin Bryant had eight and a half sacks, 15 tackles for loss. He's gone too. Christian Wilkins, first-rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Five and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss. Cleveland Farrell, was he the fourth, fourth overall player? Fourth player taken by the Raiders. Eleven and a half sacks, 20 tackles for loss. He's gone too. And their two starting linebackers, Kendall Joseph, and Trey Lamar both had 79 tackles last year. A bunch of tackles for loss. They're all gone, too. And, and then the the corner, I know they're not front seven, but the corner uh, that's Trevon gone Mullen. was a second-round pick. Right. Trevon Mullen. Yeah. So, uh, uh, But, you know, everyone knows that Dabo recruits really well, high level, so they're going to have really good players. Yes. Now, I don't know if they're going to be that good. Right. There's a, that was historically good. Yeah. There's a, there's a big uh, jump between that. But – but, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a good defense. But I think hey, given time, I think Kellen will be able – and I don't mean he needs to have the, you know, the 10 seconds Johnny Manziel got sometimes. I'm thinking, you know, given a reasonable amount of time, I think uh, that he'll be able to, to get the ball to the receiver and they'll still be productive. Thank you, OB. We'll take a timeout. Laura Rutledge of ESPN and the SEC Network joins us next on the Texags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app with plans at up to 50% off right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and 
you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. For a limited time, get select Babbel plans for up to 50% off. Just go to Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 5252 when applying. Avant.com code 5252. That's Avant.com code 5252. As a business owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter and Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter and Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter and Company can do for you. Listening to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you, and let's go out to the phone line right now and visit with SEC Network and ESPN host and reporter Laura Rutledge, co-host of Get Up with Mike Greenberg, host of SEC Nation on Saturdays, the Traveling Road Show throughout the SEC, and creator of something I think is just really stinking cool: the moment on SEC Network. Also, an expecting mother who's squeezing us in right before a doctor's appointment. Our good friend Laura Rutledge with us on the on the hotline. Laura, welcome back. How are you? I am great, and it's so great to be with you guys. No, this is my favorite show to be on, so it's you, always an honor. You say that in T-Town. <laughs> you say that in Gainesville. No, Stark Vegas. You ask those people. I don't say that to them. <laughs> well, we're thankful for that. I can tell you that much, especially getting us in right before your 10 o'clock. Central Time appointment here, and we're getting real close on this sucker, aren't we? We are. I mean, it is, you know, we're starting to uh, refer to it as D-Day, which (laughs) maybe has a negative connotation, Uh but um, yeah, we're we're looking at, you know, first week of October, if we even make it that far, so she's she's ready to come on out, which I don't blame her, because watching football games from the inside of my belly is probably not nearly (laughs) as much fun as watching them from the outside, so she's already ready to come out and football uh do we have a name yet or are you holding that we have it we're gonna release it when she comes and mainly that's because uh i want to make sure that she actually looks like the name that we've chosen because it's so <laughs> weird you're naming somebody that you've never <laughs> seen before and maybe they don't look like that you know right um, that's a good point I mean, look like little old people anyway so uh who knows what <laughs> what will actually <laughs> determined by that but uh but yeah we we are we think we've decided on a name, and you guys will be some of the first to know. I promise. Okay, okay. As long as it's not Alabama, because your husband went to Tuscaloosa. There, we're in good shape. We won't let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> now, is Marty hosting for uh, you? Know, is he hosting for you, or what's the plan when you're away on Nation? Yeah, Mar- Marty's. Yeah, Marty's going to fill in on SEC Nation. So, uh, because of doctor's orders, I'm out. You know, starting this week, and he is going to make his debut as the host. And just so excited for him. And I think it's going to be yeah, a be lot great. of fun for people uh, to watch. Exactly. Yeah, he'll be great. He's awesome. 
He's great. He's the best. We've had a lot of fun, like, you know, just comparing notes and, um, you know, teaching him a few things, but obviously uh, he's already a pro. He doesn't really need me to teach him, but it'll definitely have a Marty Purdy uh, twist to it, which will be a lot of fun. (laughs) No doubt. All right, before we get into the stuff, but I want to get your take real quick on this new feature that y'all launched. I think you created the idea and pitched it to him, but Tell us about the moment. This is a really, really neat feature now for everybody who needs to check it out on the SEC Network. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. Um, and second, we need to find an A&M fan. So uh, right, if good. anybody has a great story, feel free to send an email to the Gmail, which is tellmysecstory at gmail.com. Uh, but, you know, basically, Gabe, the, the idea is just I felt like so many incredible fans that I've talked to just over the time of being with SEC Network and ESPN just have these great stories. And, and I really do believe that everybody has a story. But uh, when you talk to them, it, it, you just want to tell the story. You just want to do something special for them. And um, that was the whole crux of this idea was how could we find fans whose stories had not been told yet and do something that they would never forget. And that's what, thankfully, at Tennessee and Alabama so far we were able to do, but we've got so many good submissions, and we really want to do this for as many fans as we possibly can. And it's just a chance to say thank you back to the fans and also to profile kind of what goes on, you know, outside of just the actual games for some of these teams and and how much they do care about their fans and how they do want to do special things for them as well. So, um, lots of surprises to come with that. And I think when I look back on it, I mean, it's so, it's so hard to create a new show, as you know. Um, but I think what I'm most proud of is that we did, you know, we were able to give a couple of special moments to, you know, some fans who really deserve oh, it. Oh, yeah. They'll never forget that. And I know you're going to try to do one for every school. And so if you're an Aggie out there and you think mm-hmm. you have a great story, or how about this? You know somebody who does. Tell my SEC story at gmail.com. Okay? Tell my SEC story. And I check all the emails. I I read all of them. So whatever you want to tell me, I am ready to read it. And I've uh, read every single one that we've gotten so far. We've gotten hundreds. How about that? It's been really cool. As if you uh, just sitting around and have all kinds of extra time. Laura Rowland to do that. (laughs) And uh, host, creator, and I guess managing editor, she's looking through rummaging through all this stuff to pick out these stories. The hardest thing is going to be hitting the cutting room floor and telling people that's a great story, but we've already picked our, our winner. Here. That's got to be the toughest part. No doubt. All right. Laura, Laura Rutledge with us. And uh, let's get into some, let's look back for a minute. I mean, what a just weird kind of weekend to start the sec disjointed is the word I've been using because the top six teams there, you got six of the top 12 ranked teams in the country and they all won and, most of them won pretty handily, but look at the bottom part. What really stood out to you most from week one, Laura? Yeah, that that was sort of my takeaway too, Gabe. It's just, you know, we expected these top six teams to perform well. And it's not that you expect a Tennessee to lose to Georgia State, for instance. I mean, that was that was shocking. But you knew that going into it, yeah, you might see some of those teams struggle a little bit. And there's just still such a gap between the top teams in this league and the other teams. And, and look, I mean, you know, it wasn't as talked about, but let's say look at the Big 12, for instance. Iowa State, a team that I was pretty high on. I like Brock Purdy, their quarterback, a lot coming into the year. They struggled mightily, like had to go to overtime to win their game. And, you know, I think it was happening around college football, but nobody wants to talk about those teams because they're not the SEC. <laughs> so it's way more yeah. fun to rip on the SEC for everybody. I think at the end of the day, we know what we know about the top teams and we knew that they were going to be good. I thought, you know, Auburn's performance against Oregon was impressive because I still think Oregon's a really talented team and has a chance to still be in the college football playoff. I had them as one of my uh, playoff teams going into the year. I'm going to stick by that after watching them against Auburn. And, and Auburn got a huge win that, you know, look, maybe a little bit of luck was involved, but at the end of the day, you got a freshman quarterback driving down the field there when you could have just been setting yourself up for a field goal. And instead, you know, Gus Malzahn did what he does when he's at his best and, and let Bo Nix kind of take control there, make some throws, design some good play calls, and, and was able to win that game. So I, I think the, the overall takeaway is that Auburn got that big win 
you know, against a, a team that really could factor into the college football playoff, and, and maybe it puts Auburn in a scenario where, you know, all of us have been doubting them. Maybe they're better than we thought. You think LSU's offense is for real? I do. Um, I also think that they will run into many defenses that will be able to figure out what to do against that offense. And, and look, I mean, you know, it, it, it's exciting to see these teams put up big numbers. It's exciting to see Joe Burrow, who would kind of run his mouth a little bit about how great they were going to be offensively. It's cool when people back that up. Yeah. What, what I would say about that that I took away from LSU that I think is kind of the most realistic thing you can take away it's just that they are going to be a fast offense. They're going to play with tempo. All of these things that for years, you know, it was felt like, okay, if LSU could just do this, if they could just be more of a speed and space team and kind of keep up with the Joneses in college football with what other offenses are doing, they've got the, the dudes. They've got the defense. You know, they should be way more competitive. And so then really being more competitive is trying to beat Alabama. So I do think they have that, and, and I don't know that they're going to put up numbers like they did this past weekend. That's not likely against some of their tougher competition. But I do think that with this up-tempo scheme, you know, they look like they're in a great rhythm, and I'm excited for them. Laura Rutledge with us here on the hotline. Let's talk A&M. What are your thoughts going into this one? Clearly A&M is a very confident, unintimidated group based on the fact that they played them so tight last year. But now they're going to Death Valley. What do you think about this one on Saturday? Oh, I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm so pumped for A&M because I feel like this is such a great opportunity. And look, A&M's schedule is kind of the reason why people are counting them out this year. Yep. Everybody's like, oh, look at the schedule, you know. But also, look at the team. Look at Kellen Bond. Look at how good he's looked. I mean, he's somebody that's playing at an incredibly high level, and he's not all that different from some of these quarterbacks that get so much more attention. I think this is Kellen Mond's chance to be on the biggest stage in college football and to show what he's all about and to show the work that's been put in with Jimbo Fisher. And I expect him to do that. I think they're going to give Clemson some trouble. The only thing that gives me pause, honestly, is the fact that they're going on the road. And, you know, Clemson's an incredibly talented team. Their offense is dynamic. I do think there are some holes on Clemson's defense with some of the guys they've had to replace. I mean, last year's defense was an all-world defense, and A&M should have beaten them. Yep. So this year they don't have those guys. Um, and it, it certainly, does, you know, it, it's obviously different, like I said, when you're going on the road. But I think your point is very accurate that A&M's not scared. They don't, obviously, with the way they've talked about the game, which I love, I think that's great. Um, and when they get off the bus, you look at them and you say they shouldn't be scared because they look like a team that can compete with the tops in college football. And so... Um, I expect it to be super competitive. To me, it's like, look, if this being, a, a, let's say, a one-score game in the fourth quarter, nobody should be counting A&M out. And, and I think that's realistic, and we'll just see what happens. But um, the biggest thing is that Jimbo has done a great job giving this team confidence and making sure that they're not going to go into Death Valley and be intimidated. Uh, we'll let you roll. You're 45, 40 minutes away from the uh, from the appointment here, Laura. But I hope traffic's good there. But let me ask you that just the opportunity that really is in front of A&M in this one. Because you win this, you become a legit potential national title contender. In fact, they'll probably be in the top five next week if they win it. And they still got a oh, gauntlet yeah. ahead of them, too. But how about just the opportunity that awaits A&M on Saturday? Yeah, look, if they can win this one and they can stay healthy, I think that's the other big thing. You just can't you can't get a bunch of guys injured in a game like this because you do have a gauntlet of a schedule. You've got to stay healthy for the rest of the season to be able to be competitive in those games. And look, I mean, this is another chance for Jimbo to stake his claim on what his tenure at A&M is all about in this new culture at A&M. Because in the past, we've seen A&M win some big games early or games that we thought were big early, right? And then they would sort of fall off the cliff there toward the end of the season. And, and that sounds like a distant memory because it is. But this would be a chance for them to be right there in the playoff conversation, up in the top five in the country. They've got to finish. They've got to hold on to it if they're able to do it. And, and I, I think at this point, if, if they beat Clemson and they end up up there, I mean, there's no reason to think that they can't beat these other teams. Clemson really is deserving of being the number one team in the country. So, you know, at that point, you look at it and say, all right, so why can't, why not us? Why can't A&M, you know, go and, and win all these other games too? I don't know if it's, it's the most likely thing in the world that they're going to go undefeated. I think that's almost impossible sure, sure. with this schedule. 
Uh, but I do think they can be super competitive in these games, and, and you just never know what can happen where maybe the committee looks back and, and has to take pause and give A&M a consideration, or at least they're, they're that team that's kind of playing spoiler and, and doing a lot to sort of wreak havoc on what we thought college football would be this year, which I'd be all for that because I'm tired of seeing the same old teams every single year, so let's go. <laughs> I'm with you, Laura. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it very, very much, and I know we'll get you here down the road, but most of all, enjoy what is to come because it's about as sweet as it gets. Thank you, Laura. We can't wait. Thanks so much. Big thanks to Laura Rutledge of ESPN and the SEC Network for joining us. When we come back, Tommy Bowden, former Clemson head coach, joins us on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. CRM Sports Network, and we want to go back out to the phone line and visit with former Clemson head football coach Tommy Bowden. How are you? Well, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. What have you been up to these days, Tommy, in retirement? You know, after I stopped coaching, I've done TV every year uh, but this year. And my father's a little bit of Tallahassee, be 90 in November, and my mother's in her 80s, my in-laws in her 80s, and I got grandkids now. So I do a lot of speaking, faithfully speaking, mostly. I headed out to Texas this spring. I was out to Texas doing a prayer breakfast and a uh, prayer lunch, and I'm going back out. So, uh, other than speaking of TVs, uh, that's it. Grandkids. <laughs> That'll keep you busy. I know I got three kids of my own, so I can't imagine how chasing all those grandkids has got to be an incredible uh, feeling for sure for you. But how excited are you? Let's talk a little football here. How excited are you for this rematch? Last year was just such a good game at Kyle Field, Tommy. How much are you looking forward to the Aggies and the Tigers squaring off here? Uh, in basically your old backyard. Well, you know, I think you said it was your first time in, in Death Valley. And, yeah. You know, if you, I, I, with my father and coaching, Terry being a coach at Auburn, my brother, and having a football background, if I were to pick five schools, I would, where a, a football environment is just beyond the norm. One would be College Station, one would be Clemson. So I think you're going to be in one of the mm-hmm. top five arenas as far as the environment. And then the way the game ended last year, uh, preseason height this year, your offensive lineman predicting a victory, Jared, the uh, hot whatever his name. <laughs> it's going to be a great, great environment, I yeah. think, for a game. And uh, everything's building up to early in the season. So it should be a great, great experience. Well, Tommy, it's such a huge game and opportunity for the Aggies, obviously, when you're facing number one and defending champs. But how gigantic is this game for the Tigers when this is the highest-ranked team on Clemson's schedule and maybe the marquee game and their chance for a real signature win? Well, it, it is the market game. There's no doubt about it for them. Right now, there's just no a tough competition uh, in, in the ACC for, for Clemson. And, uh, you know, they've won, what, 11 straight games by 20 points. Uh, the two-point uh, win versus A&M last year at College Station, their toughest game. So it's it's a huge win for them. I'm I'm, I'm sure it, in, the, in the back of the coach's mind, they'll never say it, but if we can get by this week, then as long as we just play well and keep them through, we should run the table to the playoffs. Tommy, how often do you communicate with Jimbo these days? You know, I text him occasionally. Uh, he's kind of Nick, Nick uh, Saban uh, mold on that texting <laughs> and outside communication during the season. They're pretty focused and narrow-minded. Uh, their frame of mind, their mind just doesn't get outside that that, that game week-to-week preparation, day-to-day preparation. But uh, it was a while ago. I know I've, I've texted him since he's been at A&M. Well, you were at Auburn a couple of years, and then they hired Terry from Sanford, and he had a young up-and-coming guy that won the D3 Heisman basically for him and was a GA and then became a quarterback's coach and OC at Sanford. What what did you guys see in an up-and-coming Jimbo at 28 years old to bring him in and work under you and Terry as a quarterback's coach at 28 in the SEC at Auburn? The, the one thing that stood out to me, he sat beside me in the, in the press box, and then, of course, you know, in all the game plan meetings throughout the week, he would come in every Monday morning. He'd watch a little film. We always, you know, grade the film on Sunday of the game Saturday. Then you would watch the start. Start getting into the game tape of the, of the opponent on Sunday night. He would always come in Monday morning. I don't care who we were playing, how many injuries we had. 
Yeah, first thing, we're going to kill them. Oh, we got to kill them. <laughs> it's, 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 it's extremely confident, uh, you know, for, for a young guy. And, uh, and that confidence has carried on. Now, he, he, can, he backs it up, but uh, I think that's a great trait to have as, as a coach, because you have tremendous confidence. You had it as a player, but that's the one thing I remember. Uh, you know, who you're playing, how good they were. I mean, we're going to kill them. We're going to kill them. They ain't got a chance. <laughs> I love that. The great Tommy Bowden with us here, former Clemson head coach. What has this whole run been like for you, Tommy, to sit there and watch Dabo, who you hired to be your running, your uh, wide receivers coach, and, and and to see the rise of Clemson? It was always good, but to to now become basically the new standard, the new gold, so to speak, in college football. Yeah, you know, you, you who's ever thought when they hired him? You know, when I recommended him when I left, I said. I was telling the AD, I said, I think he's not only intends wants to be a head coach. I've been around my father, been around my brother, both successful head coaches. I've been in the profession for a while, been around a bunch of different head coaches. And I said, Dabo, I think, has all the intention, including his wife, Kathleen, who's a good coach's wife, you know. And he just, he just, I think he had all the tools. Now, to to expect this level of success, I'm sure he didn't, he didn't think himself, you know. Uh, but uh, what he's done, uh, you know, everybody has been compared to Nick Saban. And finally, we've got a guy that has equaled his performance, not as long yet, but uh, has beaten him and, uh, and, and equaled what, what Nick Saban's done. So just uh, a tremendous job. And then on top, you know, being a Christian myself, a guy that is a strong Christian guy, being, you know, I think that really helps for, for younger coaches to see that, hey, you can have a different personality. You can have a little sense of humor. You can show some emotion and enthusiasm and, uh, and be a, a Christian guy and still yeah. have success at the highest level. Well, and you're, how genuine you were and your dad was and, and Dabo is, that doesn't hurt in the living room either. I've heard you talk about that before because you're just, you're just genuine in your faith, right? Well, yeah, like you said, and, and, uh, he, 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 he can't take it. He, that's one of the things I think that makes he's done such a good job in recruiting. Uh, he's pretty sincere and legitimate in his, in his compassion for players. I think the Christian faith has a lot of people that happen, but a lot of coaches aren't Christian about uh, compassion about your players. But yeah, and, and you know, it doesn't hurt if you're living in, in the Bible belt. A&M's in the Bible belt. So there's a good chance somebody in the young man's family is going to have a strong Christian faith. So uh, it's a tremendous, it, it, it is an advantage. And I think uh, he, he just naturally takes advantage of it because that's, that's the real him. Big thanks to Coach Bowden for joining us. When we come back, we'll pick the SEC games that matter in Week 2 and do some keys to a shocker in Death Valley as we close out the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom Light Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader Trade-In Marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $25 per line per month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for just $25 per line per month? No. Between the four lines for $25 per line per month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones... 
Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer ends 916-19 or while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Includes mobile optimized data. Additional terms and restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app with plans at up to 50% off right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less and... You can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. For a limited time, get select Babbel plans for up to 50% off. Just go to Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. back we got a couple minutes left in the texag maroon and white report on the crm sports network gabe bach with you and let's run down the games that matter quickly in the sec west virginia at missouri barely matters it's an 11 o'clock game at faro field in columbia on espn2 <coughs> missouri lost at wyoming in week one and west virginia it took all that they could possibly do uh handled to survive a game against james madison at home missouri minus 14 for some reason, I think they cover because I like their explosive pieces on offense. I don't love this game. I would totally stay away from this game if I were betting. All right, number two, Vanderbilt at Purdue. Both teams coming off a loss as well. Purdue lost in the last second field goal at Nevada. Just a crazy game there where they had a big lead and let it get away. Vanderbilt never had a chance at home against Georgia. 11 o'clock at ross Stadium on the Big Ten Network in, in, in Indiana. Purdue minus seven and a half. I think they cover it. Purdue probably get it somewhere between seven and ten i feel pretty good about seven and a half byu at tennessee six o'clock nayland stadium on espn and tennessee is favored by three and a half in this game after what they got done to them uh last week against georgia state a two-win team last year comes in there and just manhandles tennessee and a lot of people think tennessee the vols are talented enough to to go ahead and turn this thing around that fast but i don't believe it i'm not buying it i like byu on the road because I, I think their quarterback's pretty good, but I also like their offensive and defensive front. They're a pretty physical team. They almost always are. BYU will go to Knoxville almost all the way across the country and will win the game. If you're giving me Tennessee and three and a half points, I'm taking that. BYU and the points, I think the Cougars went out right. Uh, this is going to be a clunker, but an interesting game. Arkansas at Ole Miss, 630 at Vod Hemingway Stadium on the SEC Network. The Rebels are favored by six and a half. I'm going to go Arkansas on the points, but this is going to be a field goal game one way or another. Ole Miss will win the game, but if you're giving me six and a half, I'm taking that. Arkansas on the points. So this is A&M's backup backfield too. Former A&M quarterback Nick Starkle trying to crack the, the situation at quarterback. He's in a battle still with Ben Hicks. And then Raheem Boyd, who had to go Juco out of Texas A&M, started his career at A&M. He's really good. He's a big bright spot for Arkansas, but I don't know if it's going to be enough. I think the Rebels win the game. Number six, LSU at number nine, Texas. 6.30 kick at DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium on ABC. LSU minus six and a half. I think they cover that. I like LSU by double digits after what looks to be a revamped offense. And if it just is a Big 12 offense that won't work in the SEC, it'll work against a Big 12 school. Enough that with LSU's defense, I think they cover the six and a half and win the game. And that gets us to number 12 A&M. At number one, Clemson, 230 in Death Valley. 
on ABC. The Tigers are favored, the defending champs, number one ranked team in the country, favored by 17 and a half. Man, I just think that's too steep. I really do. Here are the keys for A&M. You got to slow down Travis Etienne. 1,600 yards last year, but he only had 44 against A&M last season. A&M's coming off a game where they allowed eight yards rushing against Texas State. I know it's Texas State, but I also know Mike Elko, and they're going to slow down Etienne. They're going to have to. The former A&M commit from Louisiana is really good. Arguably the best running back in college football. They've got a great line and a great, great passing game. And Clemson could dominate the scoreboard even if Etienne doesn't do much. But it's going to be really hard to slow down that offense at all if they get both cranked up. So you got to slow down ETM. You got to win the battle up front on defense. All right, and I think they can. Clemson is very good on the offensive line. This could be a coming out party for AM's defense. If you're going to shock the world, <clears throat> don't play to a push with your defensive line versus their offensive line. Win the battle with your defensive line. Number three, don't get smoked in the trenches on offense. Um, Clemson's defensive line, they, they they lost their top five guys, but they're still so talented. I think A&M's O-line didn't show what they're capable of in game one. Got confused, some communication stuff in there. Play to a push. How about they play to a push with their offensive line? That would be huge. Uh, number four, four explosive plays or fewer. I'll give you four plays of 20 or more in the passing game. And that's a lot. But don't make it six or eight, right? Because you're going to give up 40-plus points if you do that. Clemson's going to get theirs. I'll give you four of them. But how about this? If you're going to pull an upset on the road against Clemson, win the turnover battle. Win it. Finish plus one, plus two in the turnover battle. So pick you off one or two times. Get a big strip sack in there sometimes. Win the turnover battle, even if it's plus one. Number six, you can win. You can lose the game with Mon having an all-world performance. But I don't think you're winning it unless he does that. If he's just average, I don't think you're going to win it. So if Mon outduels Trevor Lawrence – or at least plays do a push, because Lawrence, I think, is going to be very good. Mon's going to have to duel with him now. He's going to have to be great. As good as Lawrence is, Mon's going to have to hit him. Uh, throw for throw. He's going to have to be every bit as good, if not better. And then Kendrick Rogers. It's time for Kendrick Rogers to wolf out and be like he did in the Clemson game late in the game and be like he was late in the LSU game throughout overtime. He's shown that he's capable of it. It's time for Kendrick Rogers. It's, he only comes out when it's most dangerous. That's why I've called him the Dark Knight. He only comes out when it's most dangerous. Well, it's time for him to do it again. He's done it before. He can do it again. Now go on the road and make it happen. Kendrick Rogers is a huge key in this game. My score prediction, I got A&M in the points. I think Clemson wins a tight one, 38-31. But if you're going minus 17.5 for Clemson, give me A&M. And that'll do it for the this edition of the Tex-Ax Maroon and White Report. Next week, we'll break down this game and look ahead to Lamar. Big thanks to Olin Buchanan, Laura Rutledge, Coach Tommy Bowden, our producer Dalton Hughes, and you for tuning in to another edition of the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network.